Welcome to the sixth episode of Love and Justice, a super serious Sailor Moon podcast. Before we get into the episode, a disclaimer. So, this may surprise you all, but your dear pal Emma here is still trying to learn how to do this whole sound mixing thing, and in the last couple episodes, I felt like my voice was kind of quiet, so for these next two episodes, I kind of overcompensated. I apologize in advance for blowing out your eardrums. Also, happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners. I know it's my favorite holiday because it's centered entirely around something I'm very interested in, which is food. I'm also pretty interested in Tuxedo Mask, unlike the 90s anime who couldn't find it in their hearts to devote a cohesive episode to him, so we're actually talking about two of them, 32 and 19. This is because Act 6 of the manga slash Episode 6 of Sailor Moon Crystal is about Tuxedo Mask, as is Episode 9 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, sort of. Okay, on with the episode. Let's get down to business. Oh, rock and roll. Yeah, this uh, is the sixth episode of Love and Justice. Woo-hoo! And we are talking about Tuxedo Mask. Tuxedo Mask? Yeah. So and, and this is where it starts to get a little crazy because while Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, like, sorta has an episode that's similar to the manga act that this episode of Sailor Moon Crystal is based on. The original 90s anime series has nothing. Uh, So we're actually going to be talking about two episodes from the 90s uh, that are both about Tuxedo Mask, sort of. (laughs) Two great tastes to taste great together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so uh, we'll be looking at episode 19, uh, which is the episode where Nephrite pretends to be Tuxedo Mask, and we're also going to be talking about episode 32, wherein uh, <laughs> Umino pretends to be Tuxedo Mask. Tuxedo Malvin! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's episode 9 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon that has the sort of similar story. <laughs> it is the closest. It is It is the closest we can get to uh, Sailor Moon Crystal and the manga. <laughs> uh, so basically, to summarize, uh, the manga act and Sailor Moon Crystal are both about Tuxedo Mask declaring that, like, he is a thief looking for the Silver Crystal, because we've established that he is a jewel thief. Uh, not as much as we have in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, where we yeah. saw him, like, actually stealing jewels. Yeah. <laughs> the, the series starts with him just robbing things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but, uh, but yes, so he, he is a jewel thief, and he, like, makes this announcement that he's looking for the Silver Crystal, and so then that causes everybody to question whether or not Tuxedo Mask is really a good guy or a bad guy, and we've already had some conflicted feelings about this. Um, uh, and then, uh, basically, uh, then Zoysite uses this announcement to basically make everybody go crazy and start looking for the silver crystal. Uh, when all of this is going down and people turn into, like, silver crystals searching zombies, uh, Sailor Moon and <laughs> Tuxedo... maniacs! Yeah. Uh, actually, Usagi, not in Sailor Moon form and Tuxedo Mask, have an encounter and... Basically, that encounter convinces her to go rescue all her friends. She uses the moonstick for the first time and passes out from her new power. And then Tuxedo Mask whisks her away to his orphan apartment. <laughs> <laughs> his glamorous 
chivalrous. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the manga and, and uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, once again, are like basically identical. Uh, Lola, would you care to summarize what uh, episode 19 of the 90s anime entails? Oh, God. Uh, well, <laughs> this is uh, the Nephrite. One, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, my brain, my brain automatically was like, we don't want to remember this. <laughs> uh, well, essentially what happens is a uh, rich creep who is secretly a demon man <laughs> sends love letters to every tween in Tokyo, <laughs> inviting them to the mall at night. Because that's not creepy. Hoping that one of them will be Sailor Moon. <laughs> And will reveal herself. <laughs> and only one of these kids is stupid enough to show up. <laughs> oh, only one of them is stupid enough to show up. And that is Dum Dum Naru. <laughs> oh, God. She's so dumb in the 90s she anime. So stupid. <laughs> and that's what this episode is about. Is parents <laughs> not watching their children. I know. Her parents. Oh, her God. parents are like... Not really present in any version of Sailor Moon, but no. they're like particularly absent in the '90s anime. Except Not for the, raising herself. Except for the part where her demon mom tried to kill her in the first episode. In the first episode. And, but you know what? To be fair, I don't think there's any version of Sailor Moon where we ever see Naru's mom again after no, the yeah. first episode. Like the only exposure to Naru's mom we get yeah. is crazy, so like murderous demon mom. Did her mom die in the basement? No. no. <laughs> Plot twist. No, the, manga, the manga said she's oh. in the basement. She's not dead. Oh man, I just, uh, I, know. I just had the darkest thought ever. I was like, what if Naru's mom is so crazy that she didn't notice her mom had been replaced by a demon? Oh. She just thought her mom was extra crazy that day. Oh, God. Oh. That's heartbreaking. Children's oh, show. Uh, and Kelby, uh, can you uh, summarize episode 32 for us? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> So in this episode, uh, Umino uh, decides to take up the mantle of <laughs> Tuxedo Mask. Why is everybody else trying to be Tuxedo Mask in the But he doesn't even try to do it well, because he still keeps his actual <laughs> name in the title. He's like, Tuxedo Umino <laughs> Mask. And it's like, brosif. <laughs> That's not even... That's so, no, yeah. And the reason he does this is because he thinks that Naru is super into it, and, mm -hmm. and he has a crush on her, so he's like, okay, if I become Tuxedo Mask, yeah. she'll totally want to date me. Uh, Usagi thinks this is adorable and sets them up on a date to go to the fair together where trouble ensues, naturally. Right. And uh, Umino, in his misguidedness <laughs> tries to rescue Naru while dressed as Tuxedo Mask. Aww. That's basically... That really is basically it. the gist of the entire episode. And then for some reason, like, the Yoma, like, shoots people and they, like, turn into partially plants or they get stuck in plants. The, like, yeah, they I get engulfed like in... They, no, no, no. They get engulfed in, like, a moss ball. In, like, ball. a bush. Oh, yeah. a moss ball. It's like oh, a moss ball. I, I thought it was like one of those other weird foods where it's, like, a seaweed ball with stuff in it. I thought it was, like, a like a topiary kind of situation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like moss or algae. There I feel go. like they say that it is. Don't yeah. they, they name like a specific lake or something. It's, yeah. it's yeah. very, maybe it's something that's really funny if you know what they're talking maybe. about. I guess so. But like that particular attack doesn't even match the friggin' monster that we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, you know I, mean? I no, I yeah. It had the, the bushes literally had nothing to do with that with monster. the evil red man yoma. 
so confusing. And, uh, for, <laughs> let, let us clarify. We are not uh, referring uh, to a racially insensitive mascot. No, 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 no. We are not referring to a Peter Pan, what makes the red man red situation. We are no, talking no, no. about... He's like a cross between the Red Power Ranger and Common Rider. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the only that's way fairly I can accurate. To, to describe yes. it. It's fairly accurate. If anybody ever saw, um, do you remember that show? It was a Power Rangers knockoff VR Trooper. Yes. Because that very, looked very, very similar to the yeah. like, Red Ranger yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also they had an American version of Common Rider called Masked Rider in the 90s. Oh. Which is, it was basically the same thing, just I vaguely remember. Was, oh, Canadians. There was also a show called Beetleborgs. Yeah. yeah. There, was was, there was also a time when Canada tried to make uh, a North American version of Sailor Moon. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, Maybe we'll have a whole episode just, just for that. Just for that. Just with that three-minute music video. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it work. Uh, we can make it an hour. Yeah, but uh, but but speaking of um, Sailor Moon appearing in live-action form, uh, the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon episode nine is basically the same plot. But like a very different story mm-hmm. where Tuxedo Mask comes out and is like, hey, I'm a jewel thief. I'm looking for the silver crystal. And then everybody starts freaking out about the silver crystal. Now, a big difference, though, that I noticed from uh, Sailor Moon Crystal and the manga to Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is that like in Pretty Guardian, um, the people like just freak out about like it, it literally is just like people are crazy. Yeah. And selfish. Whereas yeah. in the manga in Sailor Moon Crystal, they like get possessed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Zoysite like uses his evil magic to like make right. everyone crazy. But in this, people are just like, nope, I'm gonna get that crystal. It's it's like people just are. It, there there's no demons. They're just shitty people. No, they're just shitty. They're just awful, awful people. Everybody in Tokyo is waiting for the opportunity to just loot things. Yeah. 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 So everybody's like freaking out about the silver crystal. Who's the real Yoma here? (laughs) Ooh, that's deep. Wow. Do you just go NPR on there? Uh, coming up next, uh, <laughs> some smooth jazz. <laughs> and a crazy businessman who tries to consult a shrine maiden to find the silver crystal, no. which is exactly what happens, that by the what way. That is what happens. There's like, a, there's like this crazy businessman who shows up looking for Ray. And by the way, she's like not at the, sh- they're just like on the street. Right, he, and he like, he's like her. He just, a, a grown man just walks <laughs> up to her and is like, oh, hello, I'm looking for you. Because yeah. <laughs> he, t- he wants Ray to like help him identify or find the silver crystal. It's really unclear because like in this conversation, it seems like he wants her to actually help him like physically locate it. But then we find out that like he has a jewel and he's just trying to determine if that is the silver crystal. And by the way, the jewel he has is cheap as hell. It's like definitely plastic. It looks like someone sawed off the bottom of a like a Smirnoff box. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and then remelted it. Right, and, and then put a chain, put a chain on it. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what that looks like. Yeah, um, it's, it's an upcycled. Exactly, yes, exactly. Somebody so, got it on Etsy. Yeah. So the guy, the guy is like, "Hey, I need you to find the silver crystal for me." Ray is like, "Uh, no, I have other things to do." And then Ami's like, "I'll pretend to be you." Yeah. Now my question about that. <laughs> She's dressed at in in the shrine, yeah. shrine maiden mm-hmm. gear. Are we to believe that when she gets there, she he sees her as Ray? Because she's still wearing her glasses, and I, I believe we are to believe that he sees her as Ray. Okay. Once again, this brings up the debate. Like I swear, at some point 
in Sailor Moon Crystal, and not in Sailor Moon Crystal, in Pretty, Pretty Guardian, Guardian Sailor Moon, that like she is in another outfit and she looks at herself in the mirror and her reflection isn't her, it's somebody else. Okay. So is it, this is like a quantum leap situation. Yeah, I, I think it is like a quantum leap situation. We, we're seeing Scott Bakula in the swimsuit, but we're supposed to think that it's the, the beauty pageant contestant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I exactly. just dropped a quantum leap reference. Oh, hey. That was a good episode. <laughs> so Ami shows up as Ray to this weird millionaire's house. Uh, and to check out his cheap Etsy To check out his cheap Etsy purpose. Why, why, does, why doesn't he have, like, an appraiser or yeah. a jeweler? No, 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 no. Why get an appraiser or a jeweler when you can just ask someone from the Hikawa Shrine? Not even someone you know. No. Not someone who has a history of doing this. No. Literally, like, a teenage girl who works at a shrine. Yeah, She's yeah. going to tell you the quality of a gem. <laughs> Listen, I, we've already established in this universe that, like, the Hikawa Shrine is a replacement for everything. Like, for the police, for, for the doctor, doctor, for, you know, the dentist. <laughs> Jewelers. Yeah. <laughs> if, you need, if you need your ears pierced, you just go there yeah, and yeah. got the piercing yeah, done. If you yeah, need yeah, to, if you need to, like, do some, get your dry cleaning done. Like, <laughs> dry cleaning. Get your taxes done. Yeah. Exactly. Dogs groomed. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so, but... Usagi and Makoto decide that they're going to go along too and they use their camera phones to transform into people that are naturally on the grounds of this millionaire's house. Makoto transforms herself into the police captain. Uh, which I, I would like more of. Yeah, that, oh, was, yeah. Like, that was super awesome. I need more Makoto cross-dressing. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she was killing it uh, in, in that particular instance of transformation. And uh, then Usagi, and I have to say, I wrote this down, I thought it was really smart that Usagi didn't also turn herself into a police officer. Yeah. Like, I feel like she, like, assessed, number one, her height, <laughs> and number two, like, her level of ability to, like, convincingly portray a cop and went, nope. <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, so, a maintenance worker. Yeah, she transforms herself into, like, a gardener. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Makoto, like, calls the, the guardsmen off, and they, like, let her just walk in, and Usagi's, like, on the wall, like, with pruning shears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, And then... In the midst of all this, uh, Tuxedo Mask supposedly has gotten word of the fact that this particular millionaire may or may not have the silver crystal. And so he shows up and then Usagi uses her camera phone to transform herself into Tuxedo Mask. Because the reason that there's all these security guards patrolling the grounds is because this millionaire is afraid Tuxedo Mask is going to show up. Because we've already established that like Tuxedo Mask is at large. He yeah. steals a lot of things. This is not an irrational no, fear. No, it's really, yeah. really that's the thing. It really is not an irrational fear. Especially since he just made this big announcement about the silver crystal. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to come steal your stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna steal your stuff, kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Usagi transforms herself into Tuxedo Mask to trans to like throw everyone off the scent. She like runs and pretends to be Tuxedo <laughs> Mask, gets them all to follow her. And well, she she's she's supposed to be lying low. I and, know. <laughs> uh, Makoto looks up, and there she is, just dressed as Tuxedo Mask, waving her arms around. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think Makoto must get really tired sometimes. I, so. I, I would agree. I would I totally so. agree with that. Um, yeah, so she uh, she runs off and rescues Tuxedo Mask, but it turns out it's not Tuxedo Mask. It's actually the grossest <laughs> dude. Oh. Yeah, that could scene is very, 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 very uncomfortable. Yeah, oh. He's like, why'd you save me? What's your deal? You're a girl? I'm gonna touch you because you're oh, I know. Oh, he, like, he, slides his hand oh, up under he her does, glove? He does the grossest thing. He... 
unbuttons her glove a little bit. He like scoots her glove down and like strokes her wrist. Yeah. It is very uh, gross. Uh, it is very yeah. gross. Because she's a girl and therefore has soft downy, hands. She's downy I guess. soft, I guess. But uh, it's it's beautiful because in, in response to this, she shoves him into the street and screams and he gets arrested. And he gets arrested Presumably yeah. charged with attempted mm-hmm. felony. Yeah, and um, trespassing. A, a, and and attempted jewel theft and trespassing. Mm-hmm. So he's probably going to jail for like a 30, long time. Yeah. 30 years. Uh, and I say it serves him right. That's yeah. what you get for touching girls who didn't want say you to. to touch them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's an appropriate response. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So then after that goes down, it turns out that like the millionaire guy uh, actually was possessed by a Yoma via nephrite. Oh, no, it's his assistant. It's that guy's like. Assistant oh, yeah, yeah. It's the, the one that actually brings her the crystal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not, it, yeah. not the crazy millionaire who hired her, but like the dude that's hanging around. Yeah, with him the, all day. the younger guy that's yeah. hanging around. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's his assistant or something. But anyway, so yeah, turns out that he was uh, actually a Yoma. He uh, goes out and Sailor Moon knows that there's a Yoma. She hears somebody tell her to transform. It's, of course, the real tuxedo mask. She transforms. <laughs> she beats the Yoma. And then there and we, is... Well, she beats the Yoma in that one forest that we have permission right, to shoot Right, in. right, right, right. However, however, right. the scene right after that is under a bridge at nighttime. This is the first time Whoa. we've ever seen it. Yeah, this is the, besides the we very first episode. We couldn't have a fight scene at night. We no. had to have a bullshit talking under a bridge at night. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like, it was not... It was not exactly a, a bullshit scene. I mean, it's a, yeah, what they're talking about is important. <laughs> I, but of all the scenes I know, that had I know, at it's night, be a conversation. this one doesn't need to. This is the one scene that we did not need it to be at yeah, night. But yeah. that's the one we saved. Yeah, Why? exactly. Because there weren't any stuntmen. Well, yeah, that's what that's the conclusion we've yeah, come to is that theory. you cannot is they can't afford to have their stunt people work at night or like their stunt people have something else to do at night. Like, yeah. I just, or there's some arbitrary rule in like, <laughs> oh, if you want to film with that permit, no pantomime fighting can take place after dark. These are the rules. Yeah. Um, however, this this scene uh they actually like took the backdrop out of this scene, even though th- this scene is like basically right out of the manga. When, because um, basically in the manga, at the point that like everyone's are going around being like silver crystal hunting zombies, uh, Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon meet one another, and she's like passing out from having her energy drained by the power, d- the desire to get the silver crystal. Yeah, uh, unclear. But anyway. Uh, and then he, like, catches her and they talk. Now, she's not having her energy drained in this scene, but it's the same conversation where they're like, you know, why are you searching for the silver crystal? Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough to be the leader of these people. And it's actually um, a really lovely scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the backdrop of them, like, on the, like, sidewalk under the bridge, yeah. they ended up using, like, that exact same thing for Sailor Moon Crystal, whereas in the manga, like, the location had not been super specific. So I thought that was kind of cool that they, yeah, they nice. carried that over from uh, from Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Um, so then uh, after that, uh, all the girls are back in the karaoke lounge, and for some reason, okay, why, what are all the little glass bottles in the background? <laughs> Oh, you mean, hold on. Do you mean the giant tube yeah. full of tiny glass this bottles? Is, what is that? What is that? Uh, it's a Hobby Lobby display. <laughs> 
because suburban white housewives love bigger bottles that hold smaller bottles. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, literally, like, they're having a conversation, of course, about, like, we don't know if we can trust tuxedo mask, blah, blah, blah. And, like, there is just a, a, a yeah. jar full of bottles. Like, half, half the time they have, like, things that you would really want to have, like, oh, big jar of candy. Right. A big jar of gumballs. Right, right. And, Bottles. Yeah. Maybe those are all the empties of like maybe maybe to um, sneak all the alcohol for those cocktails they're having. <laughs> they're not drinking cocktails. Those they're cocktails that they're cocktails. having are, are they're in the air the airplane <laughs> bottles, little, the tiny ones. Uh, what uh, my friend used to call nips. Yes. <laughs> the, the nip bottles. And when they're done with them, they just put it in they that giant jar. They just bottle. toss them yeah. in. I may, I maybe maybe they're taking them to the recycling and center. they're color coded to the Sailor Scout. They it's like really a, are. It's a competition at the end to see oh. who collects the who most collects bottles. The most. Yes, this must be a missing I, episode. Done. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like we didn't skip that one. I think they they just yeah. It was too it was too scandalous. It was for too you, scary. For the so United it just States. never aired. So it never aired. Yeah, <laughs> even though I'm sure it aired in Japan, we in the U.S. just don't have access to we it at all. Even it was, this never aired in the U.S. It either. Was but a thirty minute drinking contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after that, we have a, a lovely shot of Zoisa <laughs> playing the piano. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just gonna compose. Oh. You know, in this country club ball. This is the thing that really bothers me about that room is that like they could have at least put like some gothic looking drapes on the windows With or some something. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But instead, they have some sheer floor length curtains. They're not even floor length. They don't even touch the whole floor. They, but they at least sort of cover the window. And then they have valances at the top, which if you don't know what a valance is, it's those like gathered curtains that like yeah. just go across the top that you would find in your mom's house. Like, yep. Yes. And the curtains don't even touch the floor. Yeah. They're it's, like, uh, they're like two inches above the floor and yeah. you can see the obvious daylight. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like they very clearly just put those there to like distort the light so that they could film in that room without a ton of light. I can I can tell you exactly what happens if you were actually in that room. If you stand up from the piano <laughs> and you walk to the door and turn left, there's going to be a room on your right with a 50th wedding banquet. Uh, <laughs> yep. And if you go a little further down the hall, there's going to be some people cleaning up after a reception. And or a prom. Still, yeah, yeah. And there's like they're cleaning up like old plates of chicken cordon bleu uh, and like water glasses. Uh, and they're like, "Are you done with the room yet, Sailor Moon guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're still plotting." Well, uh, we need this. Clear, we accurate. need this clear for the Epstein bar mitzvah <laughs> in like ten minutes. Uh, the DJ needs to unload his van. <laughs> Can you get this piano out of here? <laughs> Oh, pretty good. I would seven. love to meet the location scout for this. Oh! Whoever's job it was to find the places for them to shoot for the, this show, I want to meet that guy. They should be fired. <laughs> yes, they should. Oh, man. Like, this show is, like, there's really great moments of this show, and, like, even in the most ridiculous episodes, like, there's some really lovely, touching yeah, moments. The character, but, like, the character moments are so good. It's so good. But so, whoever oh, was God. in charge of finding their locations... Mm -hmm. And their set dressing yes. needs to be fired. fired. <laughs> oh, needs to be fired. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let, let's talk a little more specifically about Sailor Moon Crystal, just because that is the only one that has, like, a really 
um, followable plot. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Um, So basically, uh, getting into more detail about Sailor Moon Crystal, this episode's cold open picks up right where we left off, and it is uh, Luna Luna with the the moonstick. Yeah, exactly. And unlike in the 90s anime, where they're like, oh, you have the moonstick. Guess that means you're the leader. Oh, my God. Um, it's Sailor Moon Crystal. She specifically gives it to her. Yeah. Because she is the leader. Right. <laughs> it's, it's such a weirdly casual system in the I 90s. Know, it's like, uh, what are the rules? I don't, I don't know. know. What do you think we should do? I guess I could be. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You, got, you got that other weapon, so. What? What else? That, I mean, this drug. weapon is also moon themed. So yeah. I think it goes with, with you. you. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. We're going to go with yes. We're going to go with yes. Because it has moon in the title. Right. And so do you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cat and I'm great at my job. Luna is horrible at her job in the 90s. Oh my God. She's so bad. Uh, yeah. So then after the fabulous Moon Pride opening, it starts with uh, Mamoru having a very serious nightmare about the Silver Millennium. Yeah. The like, war. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, war. yeah, there's like troops of people all, all all dressed more or less like the Shitano. <laughs> they're all in gray uniforms yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're carrying swords and shields uh, and then uh, Mamoru wakes up and we discover that he does not sleep with a shirt on. Uh, he's a really attractive drawing. <laughs> but, 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 he sleeps in full length formal black pants. <laughs> yes. Just in case he needs to, like, you know, become tuxedo mask real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shirt, toss on in a second. No, pants, yeah. that would take away too long. I the shirt the with shirt. all the buttons. No, no, no. The shirt is, uh, it's like a fireman uh, oh, setup. Oh, I so gotcha. the shirt is still in the jacket. Mm. Oh. So he can just put his arms through both. Oh. And then he can button it as he runs out. Does he? I wanted his uh, orphan apartment to have a fireman pole as well. <laughs> and the, then the, the tuxedo yeah. top is downstairs yeah. next to his tuxedo mobile. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Is I this, like that. By the way, is this the first time we've seen his orphan apartment? I think so. I think it is. Um, so basically, in the universe of Sailor Moon. And also Madoka Magica. And also, and also in Madoka. Um, I don't understand why, but apparently if you're like over the age of 13 and your parents die, like instead of being adopted or put into foster care or perhaps an orphanage, they just give you a really nice apartment. Yep, because uh, Makoto has one. Yeah, Mamoru has, has one. <coughs> like everyone, get, and yeah. in Madoka Magica, Mommy has a yeah. beautiful orphan apartment. I, yeah. It's like, is know. that cheaper? My, my question is, do they get, like, rent checks yeah. paid on their behalf? Or did they just get a lump sum and they were like, make it last? <laughs> yeah, or is it, like, in foster or, care how you get monthly checks for taking ch- yeah. the child? Do you get the monthly checks, like, to take care of yourself? I, guess, I don't know. Because it really seems yeah. to me, like, because... Listen, Mamoru's apartment is, like, ridiculously nice and contemporary. So, like, either his parents who died in a car crash were millionaires or... Like, this is a state-issued apartment. Yeah. There is no way that he can afford that apartment. No, because it also it has multiple rooms. Yeah, exactly, which is unheard of in Japan. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's yeah. obviously a hallway that he yeah. can go to somewhere else. Yeah, 
Exactly. Well, just like, Outside the okay, bedroom. so you know, like in Friends or like How I Met Your Mother, like how their apartments are like seven times the size of an actual New York City apartment. Like, that's what his this is. apartment is at least 17 times the size of a standard Japanese apartment in Tokyo. Yes. <laughs> I think that's very accurate. Oh, uh, and then, um, but we also see in Sailor Moon Crystal that like Usagi is having a similar nightmare to his. Like, she's also having these dreams because basically, like, we see his nightmare, and then, like, the next day, she's walking to school, uh, and she runs into uh, Makoto and Ami, who are like, oh, you you didn't sleep in today. And she's like, actually, I'm not really sleeping, because I'm having these really bad it's, dreams. It's so depressing. She's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I'm not late, because, you know, I have horrible dreams, and I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> Let's go to school. <laughs> Just casually her dropping friend, my yeah, night terrors into the conversation. And her friends are like... Well, that makes sense. Totally anyway. makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then Mamoru shows up. So in the manga, she and Mamoru just, like, see each other from right. afar. But in Sailor Moon Crystal, they changed it. So she's, like, wandering around, and she, like, goes to turn it. I, it's, like... She turns to go into an alley. Is that like a shortcut to school? No, or I thought she... she was just turning a corner. Wasn't an alley? I did look like an alley to me, but oh. perhaps my depth perception was a little off. I don't know if I was watching this with my glasses on or not. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so she like turns a corner and literally bumps into Mamoru. Yeah. And like, it was a something that they did take out of the manga. Like the conversation is basically the same where she's like, he's this guy I keep bumping into. Um, but then, yeah, she literally crashes into him in Sailor Moon Crystal and then will not accept his help. Yes. When he like tries to help her up, she's like, no, no, <laughs> no. You're a jerk. Um, I don't like you. Yeah. And then uh, both uh, Ami and Makoto are like, ooh, who's that guy? Makoto, because she's like, he's cute. And Ami, because she's like, he's wearing this uniform of this really prestigious High school, because of course Ami knows the uniforms of every school in Japan. Here's my thing. It's very realistic to me that, like, she would know what the uniform looked like of that school, because I feel like that's a school that Ami would Would aspire to. Yeah. You know, because it's, like, one of the top The top high schools. Like, that's not so weird to me that she would know. That does make sense. Um, Though it is a little weird to me to be like, are they really the only people in all of Tokyo that wear uniforms that look like that. Yeah. It is a white shirt and black pants. <laughs> I feel like there would be many schools that wear <laughs> Did it not have, it, similar. It no, he, he, he has a jacket that right. like has an emblem on it, but he wasn't wearing the jacket no. in this scene. He's just wearing a shirt and pants maybe, and a tie. Maybe through her Sherlock-like <laughs> deduction. Oh. oh my god! And we see things from Ami's point of view, and it's like BBC Sherlock, yes. where oh all of the, the words oh are the clues. Yeah. I want this to be real now. Oh man! Um, and somebody just, just says cat. Yeah. Um, but one one thing that awesome. was um, a little bit different about this encounter between the manga and Sailor Moon Crystal. Overall, I feel that in Sailor Moon Crystal, all of the encounters with Mamoru are a little gentler than they are in the manga. And in the manga, they are leaps and bounds more gentle than they are in uh, the 90s anime. Pretty Guardian. Oh, my God. the 90s one, he might as well just be hitting her with a baseball (laughs) bat and stealing her bag. He's so mean. So horrible. So mean. He's so mean. Yeah. Um, At least in Crystal and the manga, it's like you can see where there's a light flirting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, they're they're flirting. And and also, she is literally running into him. Uh, yes, right. this is true. This, so, this I know. I did. I did like that attitude. Would totally be Crystal. annoying if it happened. He's, often. he's his response is basically uh, like, 
the can hell? Can you watch where you're going? Can you, know? yeah. can you stop, please? Yeah, except uh, for, you know, in Pretty Guardian, where he straight up tells her she's special ed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, that happened. <laughs> um, much nicer, this version. Much, much nicer in this version. But I, there was one thing that I did kind of like in the manga that they... They didn't get as, like, nasty with it, basically, in Sailor Moon Crystal, where, where uh, Ami's like, who's that? And Usagi's like, ugh, it's this guy I keep bumping into. He's always such a smartass to me. <laughs> Whereas in, in Sailor Moon Crystal, they just translated it as so sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted to say smartass. Um, another thing that they, uh, that they left out that happened in the manga, um, which, once again, makes me hopeful for my quadruple wedding... <laughs> Oh, Lord. That I want to happen in this series. <laughs> uh, is that in um, in the manga, that when Makoto is teasing Usagi about the fact that she has a crush on Mamoru, and Usagi's like, no, I don't. You like him, basically. Both Makoto and Ami are like, no, actually, my ideal guy is more like, and you see, like, a shared thought bubble of Motoki. Uh-huh. They're like, both kind of have a thing for Motoki. Who wouldn't? I mean, he's Ryan Gosling in an he arcade. Is. He <laughs> is Ryan Gosling in an arcade. Oh, man. <laughs> I would play so many video games. <laughs> I wouldn't have any quarters for laundry. <laughs> I would never, yeah. ever be able to do my laundry. Um, so then, uh, something that was different here again, we see a little bit of updating in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Oh, yeah. that we don't... Okay. Overall, it's doing things to make me feel like, oh, it does take place now, but why don't they have cell phones? They still do it's not true. have cell phones. It's true. They have iPads. Yeah, they have iPads. They but... have fancier computers. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they have that big tele tele screen. Yep, in, which is in the which town is square, exactly which what is where they get the broadcast. Here. Yeah, from. right. Whereas in in the manga, they had read it in the newspaper, but like right. nobody reads the newspaper anymore. Right. No. But they do not have cell phones. <laughs> also, no phones. No phones. Also, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon makes a lot of announcements on jumbotrons. Like, are there just like jumbotron screens? Yeah. <laughs> all over Tokyo. You know, also. I, I don't know. I don't remember particularly. Yeah, when I went to Tokyo, the only time I remember seeing, like, a big screen was when I went to Shibuya. Yeah. And it was only at that big uh, crosswalk where, like, the seven crosswalks. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the seven crosswalks, yeah. Yeah, that's the only place I can remember seeing a giant screen. Yeah. See, also, even if there were giant screens, I would be very suspicious of all these people who pay attention to them because I've been to Times Square... There are giant screens sometimes, and nobody looks at them right. except for the tourists. But yeah. yeah. The only people who would notice Tuxedo Mask explaining things would be, like, the Americans who are standing in the middle of the street taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. So everybody gets this announcement about the fact that, you know, Tuxedo yeah. Mask is out to get the Silver Crystal. It's very Hunger Games. Very yeah. Hunger Games. Where everybody stops and looks Yes! At that doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> people don't do that. I mean, maybe if... if I was ever, like, in the middle of Times Square, and there was, like, a very serious announcement. Like, sure, but, like, I don't pay attention to what's, like, on the screens. I don't pay attention to what's on the screens at the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they make the announcement about uh, the Silver Crystal, um, and then we're back in the Dark Kingdom, because, like, we got to check in with right, Beryl and what's going on with her and, and the Shitano. Uh, and so, basically, we see Nephrite being shamed because he done messed up again. Yep. Uh, but what I did like about this scene with Nephrite was he reminded me a little bit 
I'm gonna afraid in pretty guardian Taylor. Oh <laughs> Just yeah. Like do you mean you, do you mean Red, Red Ranger <laughs> David Bowie? <laughs> Red in, Ranger David Bowie. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Nephrite's design, <laughs> he looks like... Oh, no, Billy Idol. Yeah. Red Ranger Billy Idol. Oh, or David Bowie. There's, uh, there's shades I, of I think he's, he's, more, way, he's Billy way more Billy Idol. Yeah, I think he's more Billy Idol, too. Yeah. 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 So, like, he's Billy Idol, like, as far as hair and clothing choice yeah. is concerned, mm-hmm. but it's all red. So he might as well be a Red Ranger. <laughs> really is true. Yeah. He's like but, in a, um, walking around in his civilian Red yeah, Ranger outfit. Yeah, yeah, Okay, but the other key thing about Nephrite in <laughs> Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is he has crazy eyes. Like, Nephrite in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is crazy. Like, he is completely deranged. Yeah. If, you, if you were to pan up from him, you're like, oh, yeah, handsome. Okay, build really well. <laughs> Good jaw. Okay. Ah! It's like the captain from How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, he's happy. Wants to murder you. Ah. <laughs> oh, he's happy. He wants to murder you. Well, so uh. anyway, but, but I felt like when Nephrite was basically being told, like, you... You, you don't get up. you don't get to try this time. I felt yeah when he was being told he was grounded. I felt like he was acting like Nephrite in, in uh, Pretty Guardian right. Sailor Moon, who I just love. Um, Mom. Yeah, but then both uh, Zoisite and Coonsite are hanging out there too, uh, and oh. and Zoe, and and Queen Barrel's like talking about like Ugh, these stupid Sailor Senshi and the Silver Crystal blah blah blah. And Coonsite's like. Haha, Humans are hilarious. And Beryl's like, no. <laughs> the silver crystal is serious. It's really powerful. We got to find it. Zoisite, I choose you. <laughs> Zoisite is like not involved in this conversation. Yeah. He's, he's, he's at craft service <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, with a little plate of snacks. He's like, what, huh? Uh, what did I miss? Can I finish these Oreos before I go? Yeah. I'll just take them with me. I'll take them. Do I, do I need to go now? Or like, are we talking about first thing tomorrow? <laughs> like now, now, or no, later? Uh, now, no, now, no, now. Now is it now? No, no. Go. Okay. Get out. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so Zoysite, like, goes and then makes himself into the lady silver crystal expert. He is serving you some archaeologist news anchor realness. Yep. Right in there. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, he, he shows up and he's pretending to be this silver crystal expert because for some reason, all the Shita know, though it's unclear to me. Okay, so in, in the last episode when there was, like, a female advisor to Princess D, it was just Nephrite's shadow. Like, it wasn't actually Nephrite ever. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a shadow he projected of a lady who looked like what he would look like if he were a lady. Do you think he sat around trying different versions? <laughs> Like, what do I want? What do I feel? Like, the way you make those, uh, you make avatars or the yeah. doll divines oh, online. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Did he just sit there trying, like, mix and matching things yeah. to decide oh, what he like, would look yeah. like? If I could invest in a better hair treatment, this yeah, is the this hair is that what I would it like. would be. Yeah. I'm going to try a few different power suits. Yeah. <laughs> Less shoulder pads on this one. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's an accessories section. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, one, but... Once again, it's like, is that Zoisite or is that Zoisite's shadow uh, that is a lady? I think it's Zoisite. I I mean, Zoisite is not the fabulous lady boy that he is in the 90s. But I I do like to think that they kept just a little, at least a little shred. At least his his drag queen antics. I just want the drag queen antics. I choose to believe that he's, he's so 
goddamn handsome in Sailor Moon Crystal that he's so confident with his like good looking. Yeah, he's like, of course, sure, I'll, be a lady. I'll, be sure a lady. I'll transform into a yeah. lady. I'm still the hunkiest man in the world. <laughs> Whatever, I'll also be the most beautiful woman in the world. Which is what happens in the Lore Conquista musical. That is exactly what happens in Lore Conquista. Look at that. <laughs> oh, guys, it's oh. oh. There, there's gonna be an episode about Lore Conquista, you, and you are gonna be so happy. And you're gonna love it. It's gonna for change the, your life. For the record, if you are the actress who played Zoisai <laughs> in Lari Conquista, and you are like, who is that intriguing Lola person? <laughs> Call me. <laughs> and if you could bring your friend who played uh, Mamaru, uh, that would be great. <laughs> bring, bring, bring her with you. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, so the, the broadcast <laughs> happens. Everyone gets possessed, and they're going around like trying to find the silver crystal. Now, what I did like that was also a change from the manga in Sailor Moon Crystal was that instead of Usagi like getting possessed and looking for the silver crystal, which she does in the manga, it's her mom. She comes home to find yeah. her mom like digging through, looking for the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, one one interesting thing to to bring up is um, so basically. Right uh, before the, the Silver Crystal broadcast, there's a scene of them all in the arcade and they're talking with Luna because, oh, no, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's after. after, yeah. And they're talking about how, what is the Silver Crystal, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. And Luna's like, basically, like, in the past, it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's your job because of your past lives and your missions to find it and protect it. That conversation, weirdly enough, happens in the Tuxedo Melvin episode of uh, yeah, the 90s anime. I'm, I'm sorry. That's episode 32. Yes. You mean to tell me <laughs> for 32 goddamn episodes, Episode. we were <laughs> running around. And we didn't know why. Fighting shit with a talking uh -huh. cat. Nobody thought to go, what is this about? Yeah. Why I, like, I, under, I understand this is our destiny, but, but like, could but, you but why? Yeah. yeah, but why is it our destiny? Yeah. <laughs> why do I transform? Exactly. No, just, just, into just, a sexy just, 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 just go with it. Just go with it. Just yeah. shush. We decided, like, God knows how many months, like, how many months that I is. I know. Like, thirty-two episodes worth of time passing yeah, I, by. Yeah. Go risk your life for a thing. Oh, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, we're probably close to summer vacation by that oh, point. I know. And I know. it's like, guys. That was what was so weird to me about the Tuxedo Melvin episode is that, like, it started off with that. And you're like, hell yes, we're going to get back to the plot. And then. No. no. Passed. What the hell? Uh, and on your left, as we speed past it, yeah. is the plot. And it's gone. <laughs> and it's gone. Take oh a picture yeah, as it leaves. And bye. Um, <laughs> this is also the moment in the plot where, and this is in all versions. It's it's great in Crystal. It's great in all of them. But it is in and of itself kind of ridiculous where Luna says to everyone, guys, I'm from the moon. And everyone goes, what? <laughs> the the talking <laughs> animal with a moon on its face says it's I'm from, from the, the moon. actual moon. Yeah. And you are surprised. Yeah, we're all surprised. Yep. We are also. I mean, I feel like if if I was hanging out with a talking cat that had a moon on its face and it was like, "Yo, what's up? I'm from the moon." I'd be like, "Oh no, that makes sense." Oh yeah, I got I you. Can yeah, see that's that. cool. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. If that cat was like, "I'm a ghost," you'd be like, "No, you're not. No, you're, you're from not. You're from the moon." From the moon. <laughs> even even Artemis, who hasn't shown up yet, like who is white, I'd still be like, "Nah." Nah, from the moon, for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So everybody goes crazy. Uh, they all go to, like, the secret base under the arcade, and, like, stuff gets serious, mm -hmm. and they're like, you gotta watch out for Tuxedo Mask, and Usagi storms out yeah. uh, in, um, 
in the manga, they she, only Ami goes to the secret yeah, arcade base. Yeah, yeah. Usagi's not. Yeah, there. she's not there, uh, and everybody else is out in the streets, like trying to deal with the problem. But uh, yeah, so Usagi gets mad. She runs out. She runs into Tuxedo Mask, and they have their great conversation about leadership. And I, I really liked this scene. I also really liked that he apologized. Yeah. Oh yeah. To her for this mess, where he basically was like. I had really good intentions. Like I only told people about the silver crystal because I don't have powers like you. I need help. I was trying to make the people and do like radar for me. Yeah, exactly. I did. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, I can't make fire or ice or lightning. And like, I suck. I'm pretty terrible at everything. Uh But no, you're not because your power is Exactly, which she realizes, love. and then she's like, I guess I'll have to try harder, which I was I can't love? remember if that was the actual line from the manga, but it was amazing, mm-hmm. and Sailor Moon Crystal, like, I'll just have to try yeah. harder. <laughs> so good. Makes me um, cry a little. Yeah, so then, uh, oh my god, can we talk about Queen Beryl descending from the skies? Holy shit. <gasps> like, it's evil awesome. Jesus. <laughs> It's so awesome. It is amazing. It's yeah. so amazing. It's, and that that's not in the manga. No, that's just no. In Crystal. Yeah. And it's such such a good ad. In fact, it was so scary that to the point that like as it was happening, I was like, wait, I don't remember this from the manga. And I'm like flipping through it on my <laughs> iPad, being like, did this happen? No! What's gonna happen? Yeah, I was watching <laughs> I was watching that episode with Sam and and uh like the clouds open up and Queen Barrel comes yeah. out. And he's like, oh man, yeah. like, this didn't happen. This didn't happen, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? I didn't make words. I just made this sound. Oh, <laughs> oh Tina. Oh, Tina, no. You sound like Tina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, but then, like, Usagi comes running, and she, like, flips, and it's awesome, and she yeah. uses Moon Healing Escalation and I, passes out. I like that in Sailor Moon Crystal, they have, like, they jump really high, and they leap on things. Yeah. And mm. it's really cool, whereas in It's really the 90s, dynamic. It's, like, really, like, a, pl- a really good platformer. They, they just sort of, like, showed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you looked, and no one was there, and you looked back, and this one was like, hold on, and you turned around, and they'd, like, come in through the stairwell. Yeah. But with yeah, Sailor yeah, Crystal, people like backflip yeah. onto a roof. Yeah. And it's amazing. And Which, like jump in like you levitate when you have attacks. It yeah. is it's like a video game. Yeah, it's it is. It's like a video game. It also lends itself to the theory that we had where being a Sailor Scout is like being in your avatar state. Yeah, exactly. That like you you like just remember yeah. and you mm-hmm. have all these magical powers mm-hmm. that you have. Like I feel like that's part of their magical powers. Because yeah. <laughs> guys, people Gravity's different people, on the moon. Yeah, d- gravity's different on the moon and, and people just can't they can't jump that high no. in real life. Nope. <laughs> I would really like to gain that ability. Uh, yeah. Oh, but I did think, okay, so in the scene where she uses Moon Healing Escalation in the mm-hmm. manga, like, she never left Tuxedo Mask. Right. Like, she transforms, because, um, I mean, he already knows she's Sailor Moon. Like, yeah. she freaks out about it, but it's like, it's like honey, gave away my secret he, identity. he showed up at your window yeah. previously to lure you out to turn into Sailor Moon. Did my hair give it away? <laughs> Um, no, he's been to your house. He's been. Remember? Remember that? But, oh, okay, I guess maybe she thought it was a dream. But anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. Uh, th- so she never, like, leaves his side in in the um, manga. Yeah. Because she doesn't have to go fight Queen Beryl. She just, like, rescues all the people yeah. with Moon Healing Escalation. So much cooler to fight Queen Beryl. Oh, yeah. But she also, after oh. fending off Zoysite and Queen Beryl, 
goes flying over yeah. Tokyo. Descends on a trail of glittering dreams. Oh, back to the bridge. First, first. Yeah. She leaves Tuxedo Mask to be safe. Yeah, so she does. She leaves Tuxedo Mask back at the bridge. She goes and fights Queen Beryl, and then she soars over Tokyo. Twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. And then... On glittering Exactly, and then ends up in the exact same location, passes out, and he takes her back to his orphan apartment. I want to point out that, like, when he catches her and she's passed out, the framing on that moment is, like, right on her boobs. Like, the frame they have animated um, for him, like, holding her and being like, you did so well, and your magic is love and friendship, and la la I'm proud of you. And, like, her boobs are in the frame, and she's breathing quite heavily, and I'm yeah. just like, stop it with the boob frame. I, I'm um, trying to listen to this touching I, moment that's I, happening. I didn't particularly notice that. Oh, I'm 12 years old. I tr- I, no, I trust you. I completely I, believe I you. I noticed it, but I, for me, it read as, like, she's really tuckered out yeah. and it's supposed to be like an exhaustion. Mm. No, I mean, I'm sh- yeah, that's totally what the breathing is. Yeah. But why are we framed <laughs> up on the boobs? They just really wanted to like make a point of like, she was like exhausting exhaustion. Well, <laughs> her boobs are like all up in his face. <laughs> while He's trying to like have a tender, encouraging moment with her. <laughs> well, God bless him for continuing in spite <laughs> of the boobs, in spite of the boobs, in spite of the for, boobs. Uh, for a teenage boy to not get distracted uh yeah. well done yeah good job good job tuxedo mask. yeah and he takes her back to the orphan mm. apartment yep and that is the end of well Sailor she Rain. but she wakes up oh, oh yeah she does she does she sees him in this episode yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's like oh hey you are that, that, you're guy, that guy i don't, I don't like. like and your tuxedo <laughs> yeah mask. But how did I not realize it before? Right. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of, for some reason, the only person who, like... Okay, so in the episode 19, which is the one where, like, Nephrite pretends to be Tuxedo Mask and, like, sends love letters to all the girls. Hmm. Naru, when she thinks that Sanjuine Masato is Tuxedo Mask, when she shows up and it is Nephrite clearly wearing a tuxedo and a mask... She knows it's him. Yep. Yeah, he says, how, how did you know it was yeah, me? What? It might be the lion's mane. Yeah, exactly. The, the long, luxurious locks. We, we've established that he can create a, a tuxedo outfit. He yeah. could make a wig. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, change his hair. Like, yeah. You're a master of illusion, I assume. I, well, I, he can conjure all those Zodiac monsters. Yeah. He, yeah, you can, you can make a space lion. Yeah. You can't make a, you, you can't make a, you can't get some constellations up into a wig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, okay. So, can, can we just talk about these Zodiac monsters? Because this was very confusing to me. Oh, you mean that, that, he, that he gets from his spooky <clears throat> astrology his, mansion? His spooky astrology mansion in the woods. Like, if you were in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon and you went, like, wandering through the stock footage woods that they have, like, you would probably eventually wind up at this mansion where Nephrite is hiding out and conducting astrology conjurings. I don't know. Um, But here's the thing. So there's, like, first of all, nobody in the 90s has a plan. No, of course not. Even Even though there is a scene in the 90s anime where... Uh, where Nephrite and Zoisite are both talking to Queen Beryl, which also, Zoisite, for some reason, in the 90s anime, is like gunning for Nephrite. Like, Zoisite wants Nephrite to get killed. Yeah. Like, I, which I don't understand. Maybe, uh, 
this zoisite sees nephrite as like pretty boy competition mm. and it's like there's only room on this catwalk for one head bitch in charge i, I mean and it's gonna be me that is the only thing i can possibly think of so maybe they need to lip sync for their lives mm. <gasps> so basically queen barrel is like nephrite if you screw up one more time i'm gonna give you the eternal sleep the eternal at which, sleep at which all of the background oh, yeah, minions yeah. finally react they for this entire series for 19 episodes have stood there in silence like they are in line at the dmv yes. and all of a sudden it's like you're gonna get the eternal sleep just like jedi did and they all go Ooh, girl. Ooh, girl. <laughs> oh sassy ghost <laughs> Oh, jeez. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, so, anyway. Which, and I'm sure there's still that one guy in the very, very back who didn't hear and just goes, What happened? What? Huh? What? Oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Talking about scary things. Uh, yeah. So, and then later, later at the end of the episode, when Nephrite comes back and he didn't, you know, get Sailor Moon or the Silver Crystal or any of the things he actually set out to do, but he collected all that love energy from Naru. Right. Beryl's like, well, you got us a lot of energy enough, right? So I'm going to give you another chance. And so he was like legitimately what? pissed. Like, oh, come on. Well, it's almost like, it's almost like the, like <clears throat> the oldest child hearing a conversation of yeah. mom telling the younger one being like, if you do this, you are going to mm. get in trouble. And then the younger one comes and it's like, well, I didn't do this thing, but I did get a C on my spelling test. Mm -hmm. And then mom's like, okay, I'll make you your favorite for dinner. And the <laughs> oldest child is in the background being like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I didn't get the dinner I wanted. I didn't get the I dinner mean, I wanted. That, I got grounded. Is, that is exactly, exactly what happens. <laughs> um, so another thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is the scene where all the girls get love letters. Because basically, Nephrite's oh. quote-unquote plan yeah. is to give every girl in Tokyo a love letter and hopefully they'll turn up at the mall and hopefully one it's, of them will be Sailor Moon. It really Moon. is like the same strategy that uh, Tuxedo Mask was using to find... Exactly, to find yeah. the it's Silver Crystal. seeding everything. There we go. We tied yeah. this episode in, but finally. At this point, because I can't remember, yeah. do people know who Tuxedo Mask is? No, no they one knows. They do not so know the, who Tuxedo so Mask is. All the messages are signed Tuxedo Mask. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that, he, like, people in Tokyo know who he is, like, as a as a jewel per... But right. no, 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 no. Actually, we, we were talking about this. Lola and I brought this up when we were watching the episode about how ludicrous this plan yeah. was. But that's the thing, is because people don't uh, know who Tuxedo Mask so is, only Sailor only, Moon is going to show right. up. That, okay, that makes sense. But, but they didn't count on, on Naru, Naru convincing herself that it was Sanjuin Masato. Or Little Miss Grasping at What is his name in the English dub? Oh, <laughs> Maxfield? Maxfield Stanton. <laughs> but Molly. Yeah. Um, but here's my thing about freaking Naru in this scene, is that Every single girl in your class got a letter. 
why do you think that this means that Masato Sanjuin is actually in love with you? Yeah. Yeah. But also, you shouldn't even want that dude to be in love with no, you. No, no. Because he's a pedophile. Yeah, he is at least 15 years older than her. He's like, older there's to yeah. be possibly he, your, your dad. dad. How does he know where you live? Yep. <laughs> One. How, he sent the exact yeah, how same did he get letter. everyone's addresses. Yeah, right? He sent like, the exact same letter to the entire student body, too. Mm-hmm. Two. Um, and three, the letter states that you should go to the mall alone at night. At midnight. Like, no, That is to catch no. a predator. That's to catch a predator yeah, right but there. But, however, uh, how were these people supposed to get into the mall? Because I'm assuming that the reason Naru was able to get into the mall is because their store is in the mall and she has, like, a key to the mall. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like the jewelry store. Yeah. The, the players yeah. that her mom runs. Yeah, exactly. Like... I don't understand how they got into this mall. Or, also, or did she from the mixed up files of, um, oh, of, of uh, Mrs. Mrs. Ba- Basil, Basil F. Something? F. Rottweiler. I don't or, know. Yeah, something like, yeah, yeah. did she like sleeping? <laughs> did she sleep? Did she sleep in the Ikea? Oh. And all of the <laughs> lights to go out. Right, right, uh, right. And then came out in the mall. I, I don't know, but she does get into the mall. Uh, and then, by the way, once they're... At, okay, so when she talks... Because she talks to Nephrite earlier in the oh, mall when she's all, like... First of all, he he sends letters to meet them at midnight. He is at the mall all day. He's just so hanging, then, yeah. So then he hid in the Ikea. <laughs> yeah. He climbed into, like, some sort of, like, blorstered <laughs> wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. And just stayed in the particle board yeah. wardrobe with the birch finish <laughs> yeah. all, all evening. Day. Yeah. But because he... Right out of the mall earlier because she goes and talks to him at the mall earlier and that's when she's like are you a tuxedo mask and he's like damn it how does she know about tuxedo mask which is why he thinks that she is sailor moon right. and he's like yeah. happy um when she shows up later so in that scene he's like standing in front of a store when she comes to the mall at night and maybe it's just because all the lights are off but like it looks like this entire mall is just escalators and plants like, yeah. just, and one display window and one display window with like two mannequins in it. Yeah. To be fair, that store uh, does really well. It, it keeps that whole mall in business, <laughs> as well as the IKEA. So, as well as the IKEA. So to come back to what I was initially confused about with Nephrite and his like multiple plans <laughs> that are not plans at all is okay. So in previous episodes, he has been like turning people into Yoma, and and uh, like in the tennis episode, like he like. Yeah puts a Yoma in that girl's body and then it like separates from her like like we see happen a lot in um in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon actually where they get like possessed by a Yoma that separates from them they don't turn into a Yoma that's the whole thing with Zoicide and the rainbow crystals which also makes no sense so here's the thing in this episode we establish that he can conjure monsters from the zodiac so why does so he why is yoma? he making people into yoma like I just don't understand he let me let me walk you through this um he he confronts the situation mm-hmm. and he says, ha ha, I've got you now. For some reason, he splits into 10 of himself. Yes. Creates a spooky space effect <laughs> and then conjures a space lion. A space lion. Yep. That, okay, so, so, uh, yeah, so he like makes Naru pass out, uh, Sailor Moon shows up and is like, ha ha, I'm Sailor Moon and I'm going to beat you. You're a bad guy. How dare you wear a tuxedo? Like, as if, like, 
Tuxedos are like wearing a cop uniform. Right, exactly. Like, bad guys can't wear tuxedos. Obviously, like, Sailor Moon has never seen Dracula. Or James mm-hmm. Bond. Yeah, exactly. Oh, also, this is a, a point where we come across the fact that um, the Shitano are villains are morons. Yes, because they are. Because, morons. And oh, I, my God. I noticed it this time around. His plan for these letters was to root out where Sailor Moon was, right. who she was. He sent these letters to try to lure someone in. <laughs> yes! So he thought it was this girl. It's not this girl. Sailor Moon shows up and knows that girl's yeah, name. Yeah, she refers to her yeah. by name. Yeah. Don't, like, put Naru down. What villain wouldn't immediately be like, this girl is a close friend yeah. of this girl. Right. This really narrows my search. My search has been narrowed to a single click of tweens. <laughs> yeah. If, nope. I, if I just leave now and come back later and take this particular tween out for ice cream, I can get I the can name of all of her, her friends. friends. Yeah. Done and Solved. Done. Did, he didn't think of that. Instead, Tuxedo Mask sh- shows oh up my. in the elevator. No, he leans on the oh, elevator. with one foot with up. One like, foot straight up. up, like, fireman calendar. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just, someone's about to have a limbo contest yes, under the it. Just, just have, like, a casual conversation of basically yeah. being like, believe in yourself. <laughs> Which is yeah. what he does in the 90s anime. Eat your heart out, yeah. Jordan Catalano. So then, okay, <laughs> so then Evil Zodiac Lion is attacking them. So basically, she's in this weird subspace with yeah, this lion. Some, it's something. unclear if they're still at the mall. As soon as he throws the rose, they're back in the mall. And then they well, both... Well, everyone knows that outer space hates roses. Hates roses. <laughs> That's why they don't grow and out there. And then they mm. get chased by this lion, and they both run into the elevator. And then <laughs> the elevator Such starts going strategy. up. Oh, my God. Okay, so the elevator goes up, and Nephrite explains, like, hey, if you don't get out of... Th- basically, this elevator's going to go up, and then it's going to fall, and you guys are going to plummet to your deaths. So Usagi starts freaking out about it and just wants to make out with Tuxedo Mask. Mm-hmm. And he's like, really? We like we gotta get a, have a plan. Like he basically yeah. ignores her and he opens the top of the elevator and they climb out and they 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 hang onto a like rail in there and they don't Something. they don't plummet to their deaths, right. basically. However, Nephrite hears the elevator fall to the ground and it's just like ha ha my plan has worked yeah it's very like, it's very dr evil and, he, and he, scott, i mean he like, went to like the james bond school of yeah, villains like exactly. when, when scott's like dad why don't you just watch watch them die like yes are you, i have a gun i have a gun we'll Let's shoot him right shoot now them. we'll shoot him right now we'll no, shoot he, him together. he literally just goes i am the winner Eat it, Zoisite. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. He just walks away and doesn't, like, check to make sure that they actually right. die. Also, they abandoned Naru. I, yeah, what happened to they Naru? Just, like, they just, they just like, left her on the elevator. The floor. And yeah, like, they did. Whatever. They did. They just left her on the floor because... There's a roaming space lion, and they just peace out. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even try to pick her up. They didn't even think, them. like, huh, she might get eaten by that space lion, uh, you, which she doesn't. Which she doesn't. Thank goodness. Yeah, but, but how did you know? Yeah, exactly. You know what we forgot to mention? What? The tuxedo mask transform. Oh, my God. Okay, so in it, it so Sailor Moon, Hulk moment? Yeah, yeah, so Sailor Moon asks him at some point, like, why do you always show up to help me? And in the 90s anime, in this episode. Wow, man. I, I am now, based on this transformation, unclear whether Mamoru even knows that he's Tuxedo yeah. Mask. Is it, because, is like, it the because, like, okay, so it's very clear in um, in Pretty Guardian and in Crystal in the manga that, like, he's literally just putting on a tuxedo. Yeah. Like, he does not, he doesn't have any special powers. 
Nothing about this manifests. Is he's not magical him. at all. But it, in the nineties, anime, he's just <laughs> walking down the street at night, Whoa. and when Sailor Moon is in danger, when she is in danger at the mall. <laughs> in a flourish of psychedelic color and flamenco yeah, guitar. But it starts, but it starts with him like collapsing to the ground, being like, "Oh no, it's happening again!" Yes, <laughs> like, and then psychedelic, like like, a psychedelic kaleidoscope of color happens behind him. He transforms. Luckily, like the tuxedo doesn't burst out of his skin. Or I anything. know. <laughs> be horrible it just like lights uh, around him and i disagree i want to see that <laughs> but and then also uh flamenco guitar plays and bam he's tuxedo mask i, I what is that well i mean that would sort of explain the like bipolar disorder he seems it's, to have where yeah. he's like nice as tuxedo mask and a complete asshole as mama yeah <laughs> yeah but um, yeah it's like are you unaware that this yeah do you, you not know do you not know Ridiculous. do you have chunks missing from your life I, I, I'm, I'm legitimately curious. I need you to draw a clock for me. Yeah. Well, um, Will Graham. So, uh, when, when, um, they, they make it out of the elevator cause, uh. Cause Ray and, uh, and Ami show up to help them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Ray doesn't show up to help. No. Oh my God. She shows up because she thinks Sailor Moon is going to snag a date. With tuxedo, tuxedo mask, mask before she can. Oh, another person knows about all of these love letters. Yeah, exactly. That everyone got mm. and is like, well, I want it on this action. I know. Yeah. No, it's so funny because like Usagi shows up more because she's like, this is this is weird. I need to I need to investigate this. Like mm. obviously she's like heartbroken over right. the fact that like Tuxedo Mask sent a love letter to everybody and not just her. Uh, but there is a part of her that's like, I'm going to investigate this. And Ray is like, no, I, she's stealing a date. Though Usagi does like prepare to go on a date. Like I still got the sense that like there was an element of date. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, well, there was definitely an element of date, but there was an element of like, I'm going to get to the bottom uh, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas she's... like Ray was too sick to go to the mall and like legitimately is like, I got, I have to go. So Sailor Moon doesn't steal tuxedo mask from me. Which is something Gross. that's really annoying Barf. about the 90s anime. It's like, uh, why is there this unnecessary And you know what I realized? Rivalry? You know what I actually bo- realized bothers me even more than the rivalry? Is that Rey, very specifically in the manga, and in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, I, I do truly believe that she is a lesbian and that she and Minako were meant to be. Uh, but in the manga, I, I really liked her because... She was simply not interested in having a boyfriend and it wasn't that she was a lesbian and it wasn't that like she was weird or strange. Like Mm. it was just okay that this girl who's kind of supposed to be portrayed as like a very ideal Japanese woman Mm -hmm. is just not, she's got too much going on. She's not interested in having a boyfriend right now. And then to make her this like boy crazy catty. Kind of catty yeah it just well they make all the girls boy crazy. they really like, do yeah. except, except ami. ami which i realized in this episode so like usagi and ray are having a fight about tuxedo mask who is on a wall below them hiding being like oh this makes me so they uncomfortable are being so obnoxious They're he is so hiding from them yeah. both and ami is carrying naru being like i just wanted to make sure naru was okay can we yeah. like Get Go home now. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. No. Barf. Gross. Fortunately, Naru, after um, 
you know, WWE millionaire Maxfield Stanton dies, yeah. uh, does kind of get her shit together for the, the uh, Tuxedo Umino slash Melvin episode. It's true. Yeah, so. she's at least dating someone who is uh, her age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and Usagi, like, tries to set them up. Yes. When he, like, seems to be a little interested in her, and then they end up going to that red man thing. Okay, uh, so once again, back to uh, the Dark Kingdom never having a freaking plan. <laughs> they really don't. So... <sighs> 32 episodes in, we find out about this stupid rainbow crystal. Yeah, thing. well, we we learned about the rainbow crystal in the um, Sailor Jupiter episode, which was yeah. like episode 22, You're right. by the way. You're right, yeah. That was the first time we saw the rainbow but crystal this, thing. this episode, we're not talking about rainbow crystals at all. No. There, we go from like, this is the yeah. most important thing once ever a, to again, like, eh. Once again, okay, so Zoicite in this episode is, like, having a thing with the rainbow crystals and blah, blah, blah. There's also a lovely scene in this one where I was like, because at this point, Nephrite is dead. And so in most of the scenes with Beryl in the Dark Kingdom, like, even though... And we're talking about the Tuxedo Melvin. The Tuxedo Melvin yeah. episode. So even though um, uh, Zoicite is, like, the main bad guy and is doing this whole rainbow crystal thing, except in this episode... Um, <laughs> Uh, usually the scenes in the Dark Kingdom has both Kunzite and Zoisite standing in front of Beryl, and Zoisite's always like, I do everything for you, Kunzite. <laughs> <laughs> the one yeah. thing I do like about the 90s uh, okay, is is the relationship between those two. Well, here's the thing that I wrote down, though, because, like, after the scene where, like, uh, Kunzite and Zoisite are both talking to Beryl, Kunzite, like, goes back to his room <laughs> and is looking at the worst <laughs> photo ever like it looks like a sears portrait oh yeah from the mall zoicide and kunzite had a day off and we're like let's go down to the mall yep. there's a deal on a photo set we can get some wallet size for only 9.99 more we'll hand them out to all the little minions that hang out in the back uh, yeah and uh guess what if we order enough we get this special spooky picture frame to go with it <laughs> and isn't the rest of this room like a cave yeah, yes. yeah, it's a cave Except with a nice table. <laughs> a nice side table specifically and only for this <laughs> photo. photo. Which I, I literally, I saw that photo and I was like, are they actually like in a relationship or like did they just get a weird photo taken together one time and Zoicite's in love with Kunzite and has just convinced himself that they are together. Oh, oh you mean like um, it was a group photo and he folded it so yeah, it's only yeah, the two of them? So Jedi and Nephrite <laughs> are on the other ends of it, and they got folded, folded in. Folded over. <laughs> oh, wow. It's so bad. Wow. But yeah, so like, Zoicite's whole freaking thing is the rainbow crystals and the seven monsters, yet in this episode we established that Zoicite can just make anybody a Yoma, even if there is no rainbow crystal involved. Right. Because like, when he shows up to crash the Red Man party, yeah. um, he like flings energy at Naru. He's trying to turn her into a Yoma. Right. But she just, like, conveniently ducks at the right time. It's very slapstick. Yeah. It's very slapstick. And then Red Man gets turned into right. into the demon Yoma a thing. A roided-up crab monster. That, I mean, that's that's basically what he Which looks like. Which is why I think it's algae when he... Uh, oh. Because he's scooting oh. around. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I think... That's why I think it's algae uh. and not... And not topiary. He's and like, not topiary. Or snacks. Or snacks. <laughs> um, yeah. I, that, that totally makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. So if Zoicite can just turn anyone into a Yoma, why do we need 
The rainbow, the rainbow crystals. crystals. Like, are, is this like a subpar Yoma? Because it doesn't have a rainbow crystal well, in it? Yeah, but it looks like all the other Yoma that we've had it's, to deal with. It's um, very strange. Yeah. It's everywhere. Seriously. Okay, and then also, when this battle with Redman is over, like... They just go right back to doing the oh, show. They go <laughs> on with no, the show. Yeah, they there's finish no, it. There's no, like, maybe you should go to the hospital. Or, or like, or, maybe everyone's yeah. traumatized because yeah. they yeah. almost got suffocated by algae. By algae. Yeah. Nope. Nope. We just carry on. Because the audience is clamoring for this Power Rangers yeah. stage show for children. Yep. yep. Yeah. <sighs> so weird. So weird. Oh, and, and so, like, this fight happens. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, Zoysite makes off with a rainbow crystal, but it's a rainbow crystal that... that From a previous episode. Yeah, that Usagi had had. gotten. How is she keeping it in her bra? I I don't know. Like, I... Because, like, Tuxedo Mask, we established, has, like, a little box. Yeah. And Zoysite has, like, a little box. And I also imagine that... Is, is that mask has pockets. Well, to be fair, guys, there's a store in the mall next to the photo studio <laughs> that sells um, boxes with boxes. seven little slots oh, yeah. in them for crystals. Yeah, and you can personalize the tops. Ah. It's very, like for anniversaries or things. That's so very, convenient. Yeah. Very nice. So, convenient. Yeah. so but Zoe steals that crystal because it falls out of out of Usagi's. I guess. Uniform. I mean, I don't know where it came from. Right. It's like it's like did, was it on you when you transformed? Yeah, I don't was know. Was it hidden in the weird subspace that your transformation is in? Yeah. So when you transformed, yeah. it's there now. I like know. I don't know. I but Zoe makes off with that crystal, and Tuxedo Mask is hit. Tuxedo Mask is so mad. He's so, he's so mad, mad about that. And Usagi's like, hey. Hey, Howard. Hey, how's things? How and he's doing? like, don't and talk he's to me. Like, Fuck you, bitch. If you get that rainbow crystal back, I'm gonna take it from you. All right. Okay. See. I love you. <laughs> call me. Call me. Yeah. Yeah. Just he's ev- great. everything about the end of this episode was like, so weird. So it made pretty much no sense. No. <laughs> but the only thing good that comes out of it is that Umino and Naru. Yeah, they sort of have like a little, little relationship, which yeah. is a huge improvement over. Over Maxfield Standard. Oh. <laughs> WWE millionaire. <laughs> So, uh, as you guys know, uh, in the 90s, it was a charming time wherein television was all about teaching moral lessons that you could really carry throughout uh, your day with you after enjoying your favorite Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, Sailor Moon in the 90s was no exception. Uh, At the end of every episode of the 90s dub of Sailor Moon... They included a segment called Sailor Moon Says, wherein they drew a moral out of the particular story that they had just told. So I would like you each to guess uh, (laughs) what the moral is. Uh, First of the uh, one where Nephrite disguises himself as Tuxedo Mask. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay, I've got one. Okay, Okay, go. Sometimes people pretend they're something that they're not. You should go by what people's actions are instead of their words to avoid a broken heart. Sailor Moon says. Kelby. Uh, okay. Naru's feelings were taken advantage of when that jerk Nephrite sent a love letter pretending to be Tuxedo Mask. Uh, no, I don't have anything. (laughs) That's actually... I thought I had it, but I don't. You actually both were, like, sort of on the right track. So basically this is what it was. 
When Molly told Nephrite she loved him, she was being true to herself. It. it got her in a mess of trouble, but Nephrite knew Molly's strong feelings could be valuable to the Negaforce. When you're doing something that is right, your energy, your true feelings are valuable too. When you're true to yourself, not trying to be anybody but who you are, you are as strong and powerful as any enemy. When you're doing something right, remember to be true to yourself. Sailor Moon says... Oh, jeez. That's like... She repeated herself like 18 times also, in that, by the way. Also, Naru lost. She did. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was yeah. true feelings and bad shit happened. She didn't accomplish anything in this she episode. Was poked in the boob by an angry man yeah. and then had her energy sucked out. That is not a good <laughs> not achieving thing. No, I do not want to be true to myself <laughs> no. if that's going to happen to me. No, screw I, it. I, I'm going to be really. somebody I am not. I'm going to lie about things. Yeah. All right, and then uh, the Tuxedo Melvin episode. Oh, no, I've got I've got. Okay, that go. Ready, go. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, Melvin's a weird guy, and Molly didn't really want to give him a chance, but when she actually took the time to get to know him for who he was, she found that he was just as lovable and heroic as Tuxedo Mask was. You should always judge people by what's on the inside and not what's on the outside. Sailor Moon says... Yay! Oh, that's, that's really, really close. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so what it actually was, was... Boy, Melvin sure surprised everybody today. Who'd have thought he had a superhero inside of him? And now I'm Molly. <clears throat> That's why it's important not to judge people by how they look or what they wear, but what you personally know about them. And then this is Amy. Get ready. And don't be swayed by some stupid prejudice you've always heard and never really questioned. Everyone is a unique individual. And then Serena finishes with, right, you never know what's inside. Then again... I don't, then again, I, don't what? Then, I don't know. Then, then I don't know. I don't know. There was an ellipsis. I gotta, I gotta watch then, it. Then again, then again, what? What? I assume it's something visual. <clears throat> yeah, it's something visual with, with Melvin being ridiculous. Yeah. Or maybe with Nephrite being a jerk. As he is. <laughs> yeah. but he, I mean, he's dead at this point, but anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Because I'm glad you got it. Because I didn't even... Ha- Mine were going to be so dark. <laughs> Mine were, it was going to be like... Just because you think your hopes and dreams are dead doesn't mean you'll never love again. Sailor Moon. And on that depressing note, uh, that's right. gonna con- <laughs> whole mood down. That's gonna conclude this episode of Love and Justice. Uh, Lola, where can we find you on the internet? On the World Wide Web, I can be found at Twitter, and my handle is at unwinona. That's U N and the name Winona. If you don't know how to spell Winona, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Kelby? Uh, uh, on Twitter, I am at real femininity, as in like for realsy realsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on Tumblr and Instagram and I also believe Pinterest. Mm-hmm. I am just Getting on the Pinterest trend. Yeah, just femininity. <laughs> uh, and I'm Emma Fife. Pretty much everywhere Emma Fifes are found. Uh, if you look up Emma Fife on the internet, you'll find my Facebook, my Twitter, my Google Plus, your social security number, <laughs> your home address, your blood maiden name. I was going to say my LinkedIn profile, but you just went there. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Thanks please, for- <laughs> please don't steal Emma's identity, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll invade your ears again via the powers of the internet very soon. 